Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. another special episode of the Get Authentic with Marcus show. I'm your host, Marcus Ogden. On today's episode, we're joined by Litan Yaha. But before we bring Litan up to the stage, I want to thank two of our amazing sponsors, Head Start Equity, owned by Brian Head. Brian helps people figure out ways to invest and diversify other ways of bringing in assets and money other than the stock market. And we have CanaAid a hemp brand out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you both for aligning your brands with our show. Now, here he is, Litan. How you doing today, Litan? Awesome, awesome. Thanks for having me, Marquis. I love this. I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks for joining us. Litan, what does the word authentic slash authenticity mean to you? Being honest and direct and genuine what you want to bring to the world. Um, that's sort of what it means to me. Uh, my, my background is all around that mainly. Um, so we can dive into that wherever you want to take it. Love it. So Litan, being honest, being direct, and just being okay with who you are. Love it. So Litan, share with us a little more about your background. You said you work in that space. Share with our listeners what it is that Litan does. Yeah, so it's a byproduct of what I do. So I was little backgrounds. I was born in the States when I was a kid. We moved to Israel. So I've been in, I'm currently in Israel. So the other side of the world. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. So I grew up here since I was like nine years old. Um, very difficult for an American kid to grow up in a place where you don't know the language. Um, oh. But um, but it went well. I mean, I really, I'm glad. I hated my parents for moving us here at the beginning, but I'm really grateful they did that. So and then after that in Israel, military service is mandatory. So there's a sense that when you finish high school, it's just the common practice. You go and you serve and you do something that's not just for yourself, but for the people around you. And that was really humbling. And it's like we take it for granted as, as Israelis. But when you start to sort of explore the world and meet people that are in the same age group situation and, and you get that sense, well, wait, they didn't really get a chance to think of anybody else other than themselves, right? Um, and so 
that sort of is for for me was a um a really interesting aspect of seeing my own self dealing with those hard situations um and just out of your comfort zone 100 percent um so anyway so i was in the navy i served for six years mandatory service here is three but i, I stayed on as a naval officer um and did that uh got out when i was 24 and then went to school like in israel everyone goes to school and they're old um but before but before that it's like it's also really common to sort of because because you know we go from this one extreme being in high school to the other extreme of the military and then you go back out and you say, all right what do i do now um and what most of us do is we just take like a, a lapse year or whatever and go travel and some of us do it on our own with friends whatever anyways that was like seeing the world from a different perspective, backpacking. I did, I backpacked South America for seven months, uh, South wow. and Central America. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's sort of like the background, the, the, the initial sort of phase of what I went through in my early life. Now I'm just like quick, like fast forward, I'm 40 years old today, married, I have three kids. Um, I became a tech entrepreneur after that, after the military, went to school, studied law and business, became a tech entrepreneur, built a startup, sold that, building another one now um and so yeah that's pretty fast forward of my life and we could dive into any aspect you think would be interesting well first of all love how you said when you left and you were going to go to school you took time and you got a different perspective right you backpacked in south america for seven months you were able to see the world from a different view. And a good friend of mine named Gary Laney wrote a book called Strategic Influential Leaders. And one of the six strategic things Gary talked about was perspective, talking about building a winning mindset. And Gary talked about developing a network of focus and influence. Talk to our listeners about how going to different places that time and seeing the world from different views and different lenses has helped you in your current career now as an entrepreneur in the tech space. I mean, overall, so I've always been um, pulled towards solving problems with technology. Um, and I think sort of through the military and then traveling on my own a bit, and it gives you that sense of competence which is really important. Like the feeling that you can get, like you put yourself in these uncomfortable situations and you'll know, and, and you get through them. And that increases your sense of like self-confidence, self-esteem, knowing that you'll get through, you'll get through like hard situations and, and it'll be okay. Um, and so that's, a, so like dealing with being on your own, traveling, being in the military in difficult situations, that really helps. Um, and additionally, like a leadership perspective, so again, like you're an 18 year old kid. I went through the Naval Academy when I was 18 and I was a commander when I was like 19 years old of other people. And that is like, throws you into the deep end of leadership uh, and understanding where, what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you can emphasize more on and work on. Um, and, and so that was also really um, influential in my journey of, of um, building a company, selling a company, managing people, uh, interacting with people in general. Hello, I've got something exciting to share with you today that will change the way you play your sport forever. I'm Dr. Michael Hutchison, and I discovered something that everyone has in their body that virtually nobody uses. But if you knew how to use it, 
you can increase your strength by 16.8% on the average, increase your oxygen intake, reduce your chance of a concussion down to 0.2%, and allow you to speak normally while you participate. This technology is called mandibular physiologic rest position. Everyone wants an edge, and no one wants a concussion. So follow me, and I'll show you where you can get one. So power up, power plus mouth guard. Very good, audience. What I hope you got from that is the ability to learn how to look at things differently, uniquely, but at the same time, learning how to capitalize on what you do well, to be able to maximize your talents and really dive deep into your work to reach your full potential. Leeton, can you tell us a little bit about, you said you built a business, then you sold a business, now you're building a new business, right? Talk to us just about how you transition from building something, then selling it, which is phenomenal, that's the American dream, to now starting something else, building again, and what's your new vision for your new company to help people see how they can really optimize and really help them get to that real big pinnacle level of success in building a business, selling a business, and then maybe starting something new once they reap the benefits of what they built past and or prior. So for me, it's oh, building a business has been around finding a problem that, that I feel I can connect and solve. And the problem is big enough and affects enough people that I, I never really look at the financial benefits for me when I go and build a company. So my previous company, like, I mean, after I, when I got out of the Navy, traveled and then came back and went to school, I worked as a sailing instructor. That's what I did for a few years while I was in, in while I was in college. Um, and, and then during my last year of college, I was in this entrepreneurship program because I always had this passion for entrepreneurship and we had, we were assigned with finding a business case, a problem that we can and want to solve and build a business around it, right? And so that that situation threw us into the water of, all right, let's go and brainstorm what problems are out there in the world and what can we solve? And weird as it is, we found ourselves in the diamond industry. We ended up finding this niche, this problem that just didn't make any sense in the 21st century, the way diamonds are traded around the world, people flying around with diamonds in their suitcases or shipping them around the world when you can buy a Porsche online. Why can't you buy a diamond online? And so we, we just went out and again, this was the ignorance of us not knowing anything about this industry, thinking everything's possible. There's a problem here that needs to be solved with technology. Let's see how we can solve it. There's enough people suffering from that problem in the industry and boom, we built a machine that photographs diamonds in 3D that you can then sh send a link to view a diamond instead of shipping the diamond around the world for inspection. So the whole diamond industry is a really weird industry, right? I mean, we can dive into that if you want, but, but the whole trade of diamond is that once a diamond comes out of the earth, it basically goes to five different people until it reaches an end consumer. And that trade is a, is a massive industry, or used to be. It's been sort of like sh shrink a lot over the past few years. Anyway, so we, we just set out to build a solution for that problem. And it went well. We had an amazing team of people. We had great investors. And... And, and pretty fast, like we, 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 
we were in the right place at the right time and managed to disrupt this really old-fashioned industry. And when we sold the company back in 2015 and then continue to scale it until 2018 when we when we sort of, sort of finish this period that we can move on to our next thing, um, it's the diamond standard for imagery today. So like almost every diamond in the world goes through our machines. Um, so that was that venture uh, of finding a problem, trying to solve it because it's just an inefficiency that didn't make any sense. And it ended with a, a great financial income outcome, both for us, the founders, our investors, and also for the team, which I think it's really important in the startup world. Like I think the team that you bring on board early stage, my mindset is that if we're successful, they all need to get really, I mean, I don't want to say wealthy, but they, they, want, they want to benefit from it as much as possible, very close to what the founders will benefit from. So that's really, like, really important, I think. Um, but then after that, sort of, right, we got this money. It wasn't tens of millions of dollars, right? It was enough. It was, it was a nice exit for us to, all right, take a minute, decide what we want to do. We traveled a bit with our families. Um, and and just like one point on, on the authenticity, I think, about like building a company, you know, the team is so important when building a, start, a startup or any business, I think, right? And we had this test that we, we, we did with, um, with uh, uh, initial team members. And I always talk with founders that, that come to like, consult with us. There's something we call the beer test. Have you ever heard of the beer test? No. So the beer test is like, all right, you're going to go grind it for the next, I don't know, five to seven years. Do you, at the, at the end of a long day grinding it, do you feel like getting a drink with this person? If you, <laughs> if you don't, he's not the person or she's not the person you want to build a business with. Um, it's a tricky test though, right? Because you many times are, you're attracted more to people that are like you as opposed to people that complete you. And so that's always a struggle, I think, when founding a team. Anyway, I'm off track there, but that's sort of like the, the first company. Um, and then so we sold that, made some money, and then there was a lot of PR around that, and we got some a lot of phone calls, and people wanted to manage our money. And at some point, we said, screw that. We can do this on our own. And we just started to manage our money on our own and started to invest in a lot of alternative stuff, real estate syndications, crypto, startups, private equity, um, just deploying checks into the, in the U.S., in Israel, in Europe. And over the years doing this, like our spreadsheets became insane and our bank accounts, we just lost track of everything, we, which are good problems to have, right? I can't complain about that, but 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 we did, right, this doesn't make any sense. Let's just build ourselves a solution to automate this. So we hired an engineer, built something for us. And while doing that, a bunch of friends wanted it as well. And we're like, wait, there might be a lot of people like us in the world. Uh, uh -huh. And so we ended up researching that and finding millions of people like us, specifically in the U.S. And we just built a new startup out of that two years ago. And so that's sort of like the second journey was also out of this problem that we faced, that we built it for ourselves, saw an efficiency and built it for others like us. Um, and so that's what we're working on now. Ladies and gentlemen, love Litan's authenticity, his vulnerability. Say, hey, we sold a couple of over tens of millions of dollars. It was enough to us to get a breather, take a step back and evaluate what we wanted to do. Took their money, got different things, crypto, real estate, private equity. Now they've done well, but they had other problems. And I love, and I love, love, love. And I hope you all got from that segment. Litan is the master of there's a problem 
creating a solution. That's what he does. When there's a problem, he creates a solution. And that's what great leaders do. That's what they excel at, right? They excel at being able to create solutions to problems. Last question, Lee Tom. Again, my good friend Gary Lane in his book, uh, Strategic, Strategic Influence, one of the spheres of being a great leader of influence is relationships. And I believe relationships is the old and the new currency. It's always been about it, but I feel people now more than ever because of COVID and like, I love how you said the beer tests, right? They realize how important relationships are. Talk to our listeners, Litan, about how important relationships are in building something that has a lasting legacy impact. And we don't have time to talk about all I think about relationships. I think it's the most important aspect in anything in life, right? Um, and not because you want, so, so many, many times like it, it becomes tricky. Many times people look at relationships as a, as a, as a sort of a means to the end, sort of, I want to create relationships. So I have enough network so I can leverage that network when I want to do something. Now, I mean, I understand that I don't relate to it because for me, if the relationship isn't powerful enough, you can't really do anything with it. And you have to focus on creating those powerful relationships. Now I'll give you a small anecdote. This might sound really stupid, but LinkedIn, which I think is an amazing, has amazing potential as a platform has totally gone berserk. Like I'll see someone that I want to connect with on LinkedIn and I'll ask a friend, I saw you're connected to them. Can you connect me? And they're like, I don't even know them. Yeah. So well, what's the point? And so for me, every, when I get an, a LinkedIn request, I don't know how many people do this. If I don't know them, I'll send them a message. Hey, thanks for reaching out. I'm happy to connect, but let's hop on a Zoom call to get to know each other. 99% of the time, they won't even reply. And I'm like, all right, what's the point? But when they do reply, the Zoom call that I do hop on with this person is that stepping stone to building a substantial, sustainable relationship. And it's just the beginning of that, right? And so that's just one anecdote, I think, of the way I see relationships. Obviously, in my company, like my, my, my co-founder is my second wife or first, depending who you ask. Um, but, but like we are, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all dependent on that. I think almost every business that fails, almost, not all, but almost every business that fails, it fails because of a, um, a problem with that relationship between the founders, between the founders and their team, between the founders and their investors. Like if that relationship is not, is not sort of worked on and really authentic, I think, um, mutually authentic, then it won't work. Um, so I totally value the relationship. I think it's super important. I love your enthusiasm around it. Don, phenomenal episode. And before I give my authentic tip, how can people find about your business? You have a website. You know, how can they find out more about your operations, what you all have to offer as an organization? Yeah, so our company is called Visor, V-Y-Z-E-R dot C-O. Um, that's our website, our platform. And basically, we help people that have more complex portfolios manage their wealth more automated and efficiently. We're sort of trying to build this virtual family office for people like us to just throw everything at us and we'll take care of everything for them. Um, and you can reach out to me either litanadvisor.co, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. I'm I'm totally open to meeting like you just like I just mentioned, like creating those relationships with interesting people and see how I can help them leverage their 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 life and their wealth. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the authentic tip of this amazing elite special episode. Never, ever, ever build a business with someone that you don't have a positive relationship with. That's exactly why my old construction company failed. My business partner and I were not aligned with the same values, with the same vision. It created bickerness. It created toxicity. It created an atmosphere where our employees picked up on it. They became like us. And three months later, bam, we're out of business. I'm broke. I've lost everything, my home, cars, everything. When Leton said, if you cannot make a business work, it's usually, if you have a partner, some type of relationship breakdown, that struck a chord with me because that's exactly why I lost my first business. And again, it's not his fault or my fault. It's both of ours fault. That's why we lost the business, right? We both did things incorrectly. But Lee Tan was 100% right. That relationship breakdown between me and my old business partner caused our company's demise. So that is the authentic tip. Be sure you have a strong relationship with somebody if you're going to do business with them. If it's not strong, your company and your, all of your assets are at risk. Again, we'd like to thank Head Start Equity and Canada for sponsoring this episode and aligning their brand with our show. My name is Marcus Ogden, the host of the Get Authentic with Marcus show. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.